What is it you've always known should be possible, but have never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here is your host, Dr. Andrew Gardella. Hello, everyone. We have a new intro. It's very exciting with a new song, too. So there you go. It actually says my name, so I don't have to say they're not here. And we have guests today. So welcome, Bowmans, the two Bowmans. I'm excited you're here. Thank you, Mr. Gardella. Thank you, Andrew. It's, you know, I'm just, it took a while, but we finally got a new song and everything. So now it's, it's all different. Um, anyways. Speaking of uh, different, what, what are we talking about today? We're talking about comfort zone. And Being in the comfort zone, what does comfort zone mean? What happens when you get out of the comfort zone? Why do we have a comfort zone? What are the different comfort zones? You mean that one, Andrew? Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I, just hear, I just hear, you know, the Top Gun theme song. I was like, I have that, the Danger Zone song, except I just keep hearing comfort zone. So I'm... I'm <laughs> It's a, such an appropriate topic um, that you have chosen for today, Andrew, because now is the time for us to become aware of our comfort zone and then we can make a choice whether we want to be keeping ourselves stuck in the comfort zone or start creating new reality. Yeah, so I guess, like, what is comfort zone? Like, how are you guys defining or... or- like, what is comfort zone to you when we're talking about, you know, you're in your comfort zone or, or whatever? Yeah, well, com- comfort zone is uh, essentially where you are on autopilot and you do the stuff because you know how to do it and when to do it and where to do it, or you wait until things change to, so that it meets your comfort zone and you don't get into creation until you're in your comfort zone. So it's everywhere where you're not willing to say, well, this is great, but what else is possible? Well, it's exactly that word, Andrew, comfort. It's about predictability. It's about safety. It's about security, no risk. You know exactly what you will be doing, eating, meeting, saying to people. There's no challenge. There's no adventure of living Everything is just same, same, but a little bit different each day. Yeah, that sounds... And what's wrong with that? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you like that, then there's nothing wrong. Like we, there's no right or wrong, good or bad. Hey, we all love our comfort zone. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I cheated a little bit in picking this topic because I was like... Uh, you guys have a lovely, uh, like a great uh, YouTube series that you started, you know, earlier this year. Uh, the Life, what is it? Life Mastery. Life Mastery Wisdom TV. I'm there so you happy go. That you are part of our uh, member, Andrew. Thank yes. you. Yes. Um, but I, I, I asked Steve for a topic, but I got ignored. So I was like, I'm going to see what they've been, when, what you've been up to, or what they've been talking about. And you Andrew, were talking about I, comfort. I didn't ignore you. I just ignored you. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It worked out. We we ended. You know, you you motivated me out of my comfort zone to, <laughs> of, to find something else. You know, but uh, you guys, I was watching the YouTube video, and one of the things you were talking about is that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. 
True. And, and I was like, wow, that you know, especially like now with everyone you know, being stuck at home or quarant- like with the quarantine and everything, it's it's so different, but we're also like it's so there's part of part of it changes us out of our comfort zone, but then there's also all these things where um we're not creating because it's like you said, it's outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. Well, it, you, you know, we, we've talked with a lot of people in the last two months and it's pretty clear that there are essentially two groups of people that have self-selected themselves. There are those that are complaining and waiting for it all to finish so that they can go back to what they were before. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are in the comfort zone. Nothing wrong with it. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's just a choice. And then there's mm-hmm. the other group of people that are saying, woohoo, look at all the change that's occurred. How can we leverage off that and what can occur? And the interesting thing is we've been seeing it with individuals in their life, but we've also been seeing it with organisations as well. I was just talking to a CEO yesterday and he was saying that he's sat down with all of his staff and he said, okay, so things are about to change again. What have we enjoyed in the last three months? What do we want to keep? What do we want, don't want to keep? What's our new normal going to look like that we wouldn't have otherwise chosen? And he was absolutely brilliant. He did this with all of his 300 staff, and there's been some things that have come out of that that are fundamentally changing the life of that business. That business's life starts at the end of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I, I, I don't, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me think about all the things. But I think that's brilliant, like you said, because I've been curious to see what changes with a lot of these organizations and everything when the whatever it ends, hopefully, you know, it ends. Because um, like so many things, so many things that were hardwired into place now, like you can't, like it's not allowed. So they had to adapt, um, forcefully been forced into it, adapting or changing. Or like you, you said, know, like, you you know, everyone, like you just said that also, Andrew, everyone looking at this is ending. And people who talk to us about ending, they're looking at completion of mm-hmm. this, uh, this uh, situation. Thing, situation. But we have to constantly reminding people to know that it's not about completion. Because this is the new space of, being with this virus that if they mm-hmm. think about completion, they think that they can go back to normal. And we can we have to keep on telling people that there's no such thing as going back to normal. There's no such thing as normal anymore. And even when they're talking about new normal, we he, we have to keep on reminding them is the word normal is about creating another comfort zone. So yeah. what they destroy and uncreate totally the idea of normal and start to instill in their belief, in their point of view, in their culture that it's not about creating new normal. It's not about creating normal, but create the adventure of, you know, living and adventure of creation every day and now is the time to instill that new culture into their organization or into their family. Mm. It's, yeah. it's very interesting when, when we're talking to these organizations 
And to, and to some individuals in their life, because what, what's become very clear is that in the last three months, we have exponentialized change so that what was not possible and, until about three or four years into the future is now happening right now. Mm-hmm. And so what, what a great opportunity, possibility, what a great space to be in where the things that we thought, oh, that's going to take so long for that to happen, have happened now. So, for example, in organisations, we know they were always looking to create a culture of working remotely, but they knew Mm -hmm. it would take them three to five years because the staff and the unions and everyone else were not interested. Well, now Mm -hmm. they're living in it, and it took them three weeks. Yeah. So it's that, it's that. you know, life begins after the comfort zone, but let's maybe not wait on a pandemic to create that. (laughs) I, I think, though, that's that's a brilliant point, like you said, because I know a lot of times with my own, like with my own business and, and just in my own life, okay, like I had, I didn't think I was comfortable, but I got comfortable and, oh, like doing these live classes, doing these body classes, this is how I did, you know, and my business was successful with successful with it and, and growing. So I was like, okay, you know, I didn't realize it, but somewhere in my world, I had the point of view that, oh, this is what I do now, which is you know, like what we're talking about. This is the comfort, that's the comfort zone. Like I, that was my normal then. Um, and when all this occurred, I was like. Hmm? Because your success become a comfort zone, isn't it? You make yeah. your success, which is greater than a lot of people's success, but that's still a comfort zone. Yeah, and, and that was one of the things I realized, you know, because like what we'll talk about is like actually being a question. And, and asking questions and, and that's, you know, when you're asking a question, you're outside your comfort zone. But I didn't realize that I w- that had become a comfort zone or you would never think of, like you said, that success would be a comfort zone. Well, you're but, too comfortable to even think about it. Yeah, exactly. So, Andrew, <laughs> so Andrew let's, let's, uh, let's us, uh, highlight uh, you in this episode then. Lovely. That- Let's use me. You know me. I'm unpredictable, Andrew. Or no, I, no, no. You're very predictable. Given the chance, I know you will always love to 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 use me as a, an example or give me a hard time. Not just you, Andrew. I'm a poker. Anyone? Oh, yeah, anyone. anyone. Given the chance, you will poke. <laughs> so, so what are you choosing? What are you creating now? Well, now you know that you have been still choosing comfort zone with your business? Well, I, I I think some of it was I was looking at, okay, like part of it is I just took a break and started looking at the other things I wanted to do with my life because I had the space to do that. So, and now I'm looking, and now with all this, like it took me a while because I kept, so much of it for me was was touch base that I was, and I was like, oh, well, even if, you know, like you said, I was kept, I had the point of view that, it would at least end or it would go back. But now with it going on prolonged, I'm like, okay, so what else do I need to start doing? Um, and I was like, okay, so let's start doing more like online things or Zooms or, or connecting with people in a different way. Um, so I've been looking at, uh, you, you know, the, the founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas, recommended to grow like any business that you just start talking to people. Like you just call like 10 people that, you know, each day and just ask them how they're doing like questions about it. You don't tell them at, like, tell them anything that's going on for you. Um, 
but you just asked that. So I started making a point like last week of like, okay, I'm going to start talking to 10 people each day. Um, just because I used to do that and how I worked because I would see all these people, but now when I don't see them like in person, I don't actually talk to that many people. And, and I was like, Oh, so it's been a, you know, like I realized that, that I had all these things in place that were how I did things, which were working at the time, but now they don't work. And I think that's, you know, when we talk about comfort zones, that's, that's one of the pitfalls of it is that there's nothing wrong with it. But when you're in your comfort zone, you, th- you keep trying to make things work and, and adjust everything around you to your comfort zone rather than adjusting to what's actually required in the moment. Mm. Very wise. And that is good. That Maybe that is one first tool that we could, the three of us could share with people. Yes. Is the, the fact that even now we are going to be uh, creating something new and different. I sense that we also have to ask, are we truly creating something new and different or are we trying to make so-called new and different fit into our normal? Do you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. it's so easy to to be fooling ourselves that we are creating. In fact, we're just versioning the old old normal into something a little bit better. I know. My business is totally different because I'm doing exactly the same thing online. Uh-huh. So be aware, if you are doing exactly the same thing online, ask yourself, what else is possible here? What else can I be and do different that will create something totally different to just a little bit of new normal? Chitissa and I have been chatting each day, um, Andrew, about you know, we, uh, one of our favourite conversations just about every day is what do we want to create as our life and living? Not mm-hmm. to come up with an answer, but just to see what it brings up and then to explore anything that comes from that. But the other part that we constantly remind ourselves is are we doing this as a reaction or are we doing this from the space of creation? Uh, because it's very easy to go into reaction. Oh, I need to do more of this because I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Compared to, so what do I want to create here? And it's it's fascinating. It's it's almost like our own little personal uh, um, petri dish or a sandbox where we're we're playing with the energies of what it looks like to react or create. Reaction to me, uh, when I go into reaction to something, it just feels yucky. It just feels mm-hmm. like no choice. Creation, when I then immediately say, am I doing this from reaction or creation, that immediately changes the energy. And what I do in the next second is totally different than what I would have done if I was functioning from reaction. And this is happening, you know, nanoseconds apart. So it's, again, another great tool that we find works exceptionally well for us is to just have that conversation either between us or just with ourselves. Am I doing this from proving or from reaction? Or am I doing this from creation? And that's opened up parts of our business in ways that uh, are just amazing. One of my favourite access tools that I use so much now, it's a part of a state of being, is, you know, choosing from undefinable possibilities. Because Mm -hmm. as you know that I do... uh, 
share trading with the New York Stock Exchange. And we are confined and quarantined in Melbourne, Australia. So basically, for me to actually able to keep tap with New York Stock Exchange, I supposed to be up at one o'clock in the morning to about six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. But I use the the first two weeks of the pandemic lockdown. I had to be up a lot, like I was sort of working New York uh, mm -hmm. time. <laughs> but now I basically use that question: uh, is is now the time for me to? wake up yes no so I trust my yes and no uh, to allow my me to choose from possibility because it's undefinable I would never know whether I I um, need to be up I need to do anything so I always tap into and and work with the universe uh, is it expansive for me to actually be up and be awake now to deal with whatever going to happen uh, otherwise, you know, we would not have um, trading account if I don't choose to be in that space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think it's like like you're saying, like you could go in your comfort zone of, oh, well, it's one in the morning, I don't want to get up. Or, or you one could in the morning, go I have to get up. Yeah, you could go to the, either way, it's, it's yeah. reactive, like you're saying. But, you know, instead you just ask a question and go with your knowing and, and, and light and heavy to see which, which way it would like to go, like which way is lighter or what you get. Is. Yeah. But if you feel, if I feel the sense that I have to get up, it will be painful to be in that space for a long time because I would come from obligation. Mm -hmm. The joy will go out. But, so for mm -hmm. me to create my whole uh, being a CFO of our business, meaning we have to be able to uh, trade with the New York Stock Exchange, uh, which means that if, if I don't function from yes, no, don't function from choosing from possibilities and make the choice from possibilities, I will come from the space of obligation and before long, that's it, hard it on will your body. not be fun. It yeah. will not be fun. So this is fun for me because every morning when I, I you know, I, I'm, universe make me up at one anyway, and then I ask the question, yes, no, and I get a no, I go back to sleep again. Yeah. Turns over and gives me another cuddle. I like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of obligations, though, it's, it's time for our, our break, our obligatory break. So... Uh, we'll be back talking more about uh, comfort zone and, and trading and following your knowing. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if age is just a point of view you lock into your body and you can start undoing the judgment with one simple body process? Welcome to the Access Energetic Facelift, a wonderful way to rejuvenate the face and reverse the signs of aging without surgery and invasive treatment. The gentle, soothing touch applied to your face and neck works with your body's cells to restore, enliven and rejuvenate. What if you could dissipate everything you've judged about your face? 
Once you do and eliminate the judgments, the body has the space to regenerate itself and the benefits are not just skin deep. The Access Facelift also helps you to look differently, act differently, feel differently and create more ease, joy and glory in your body and life. The Access Energetic Facelift. Find out more at accessconsciousness.com forward slash facelift. Man up. Tone it down. Be a real man. What does that even mean? It's no wonder men are confused on the roles they are meant to play in today's society. Return of the Gentleman is the latest book by Dr. Dane here, where he addresses what it means to be a real man, beyond the box and stereotypes. You know, a gentleman introduces a a really cool and totally different and kind of amazing concept that as a man, you can be kind and caring. You can also be potent. You can have women's backs, believe in women's rights, and still be sexual and still be attracted to them. It's where you actually get to be all of you. It's the you that you've always known that you were. The Return of the Gentleman is really about you willing to be you and liking the man in the mirror. When you allow yourself to be all of who you be, you become an invitation to something greater in the world. You become a gentleman. Get your copy of the new book now, returnofthegentleman.com. Welcome to the Baby Dragon Manifesto, the fire-breathing sequel to the Baby Unicorn Manifesto, authored by Dr. Dane here and me, Katrina Valentin. Not everyone is born a unicorn. Some people are dragons, fire, flames, and all, and these people explore and change the world by setting it ablaze. The Baby Dragon Manifesto tells the inspiring story of a new baby dragon and its journey of self-discovery through failure and fumble, awkwardness and authenticity. Beautifully illustrated, the Baby Dragon Manifesto empowers with one key question. What if your difference is your gift and your wrongness is a strength? You can buy the book at thebabydragonmanifesto.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in 1-888-346-9141. That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome to the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, so, what else should we talk about? What else w- would you, would the two Bowmans like to impart on, well, on what everyone? What else we talk about, Andrew, that will give the space for people who are listening to us now uh, to actually apply it in their, in their business and in their life right now? I think that would mm-hmm. be more pragmatic and practical rather than just us uh, you know just talking sure what do you want to know that will help people to create different uh, space to choose something different for their business yeah so i think so um well that's a recap one of the first tools you were talking about is okay so what could i be or do different here that would create something totally different yes um, so that's a great first question. And then I always uh, liked your, I think my favorite one that I, I've gotten from taking classes with you is, am I proving, like asking if you're pro- like with, your, with what you're choosing, okay, am I proving with this or am I creating? Mm. 
Mm, for sure, it's a and a lot of time you're proving to yourself. No you one don't cares. even have to look for who <laughs> are you to. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and and so I think that like that that question too is something that can take you out of your comfort zone. Uh, is when you because what you do is like you always look to prove. Would you say they always you like if you're proving, then you're looking to maintain like your comfort zone or this actually you 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 hit the nail on the head because a, a lot of uh organizations that we are working with at the moment starting to come back to us and asking us to facilitate strategic awareness and strategic planning uh those organizations with the ceo who quite conscious and aware are actually recognizing that their board and their staff and their vision are not working anymore. You know, let, let's say some organization have a particular vision and mission that if they are sticking to that or vision, then they're trying to prove, trying to make that vision fit into this new future and new reality. So what we are uh, being asked to do a lot is to facilitate the, the, the team, the group to look at, okay, their business vision, is that still working? How can we reveal the vision to, to, to move us into the new possible future rather than trying to prove that this vision is still working for us and still trying to do everything from a space of trying to fit the old vision. Every organization have a vision, you know, so mm-hmm. everyone works in the same space. But if they're trying to fit the old vision into the, the new future possibilities, what are they creating? And the, the fun bit now, Andrew, is that those those people, uh, and this is everyone who's listening to this, and those organisations that are actually willing to look at this are finding new markets they didn't even know existed before. So, you know, not only is it, you know, conscious awareness and strategic awareness and being willing to be open to new possibilities, but it's got a major impact on your bottom line as well because it's opening up new markets in different ways that we had never considered before. And that that is exciting. Yeah, I think that there are a lot of questions, though, Steve, that you can, you can maybe give a few to the people who's listening right now to allow them to know whether their vision and the mission for their business is still working. For me, one, one thing that I often ask is, how many fixed point of view and predictable reality am I choosing to stop the possibility I could be choosing? Because a lot of time it's a fixed point of view that keeps us stuck in the normal comfort zone the old way. So if we before we could even ask, what can I be and do different to create different future possibilities? I always ask when I start something, how many fixed points of view and predictable reality am I using? Because we all have fixed point of view and we're so quick at, you know, embracing that fixed point of view. We both still do that, don't we? Oh, we do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a fixed point of view and I'm right. (laughs) No conclusion, Uh, Steve, is it? That's what uh, I always ask. This is is our typical conversation. (laughs) Yeah, I... I can see that. At least you're <laughs> laughing, you know. 
<laughs> so, um, so there's some great questions that people can ask here, Andrew. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm starting to have conversations now with around the world with various organisations is, okay, so from from the awarenesses you've had over the past three months, is this still the difference that you want to create in the world? What does it look like now? And then that gets people to reflect on, well, you know, our vision is to you know, create a safe place for people where they can grow up without fear, for example, is a vision that you see sometimes with some of the organisations we were. So is that now, so based on what you've known and what you've, the awareness you had in the last three months, um, does that vision still hold for you? And then mm-hmm. I've seen some of them go into reflection saying, well, actually there's more to it than that because it's not just being at home that's creating the safety, it's that being connected or the, 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 the way of being with the world. So we actually need to look at this in a little different space. And that's, that's really, and there's no answer to any of these things, but what it does is raises people out of their comfort zone with something that they've had for years and years and years and years. It's always worked. And they never thought to actually reflect on, well, with the new awareness we've got, what is different? Yeah, I, you know, and I think the, like that's for, for people listening, one of the things I would really encourage you to is, um, like that Stephen Trudisa work with a lot of organizations and businesses. So, but you could apply these tools to your own life, um, let alone to your business. You know, if you're just an employee, if you're quote unquote, just a, think you're just an employee, you know, these still, like you could still ask these questions and apply these tools to your just own life. Because uh, they still work, they still change things. They still might give you a different awareness around things. What are what are the uh, one of the phrases that we that we like, and we invite everyone who's listening to this to at least consider it as a possibility. And it's it's something like this: What if you chose to be the CEO of your life? What would that look like? So being the CEO of your life, you are the person who is responsible for the vision, who who is the creator of the culture, who is the person who single-handedly can create a greater future. So what if you were that in your own life? And that really starts to get people to think that it's not about a position you hold, it's not about whether you work in an organisation, it's nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Who to be, and are you willing to be the leader of your life? Are you willing to be the CEO of the organisation called your life? Well, some people said, "Well, I don't have a business. I couldn't re- e- e- uh, relate to that." But living is your business, and um, crap, I I just forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> no, it was you, you, it was so good. You you were so poignant with that that I had something else to follow it up with, but it's you know gone. So, oh, I know what I was. So, so you know, if like, what would you talk about if people don't even they're realizing they have a business or you know just their life is their business, but they don't actually have a vision or a mission um, that they you know, noted or realised? Well, the, the question that we ask every day is the question that we invite everyone to ask of themselves, and that is, what do we want our life and living to be? 
what would that look like? And it's it, it what it does is it en- enables you to get out of your comfort zone. Now, every day when we ask that, we don't necessarily come up with something. <laughs> well, let's look at that point that Andrew just asked. That if we if we say that for everyone, living is your business. So just tap into that. If living, the whole business is about living. So what is it that you would create for that business? You know, for us, it's about our whole mission and vision of if we see living is our business, is we want to have the adventure of living. We want to have fun. We want to be able to choose from possibilities undefinable possibilities, which means we don't have a fixed point of view of the con- or the conclusion about the outcome. You know, quite often when we ask people, what would you like to create as your life and living? They immediately go into the end outcome or they want to see of what they want to create as a goal at the end. More money, bigger car, better job, better, but- look, better looking husband, whatever it might be. But we have to keep reminding people that, you know, when we ask the question, what would you like to create as your life and living? We're not asking you to look at the final end goal. We're asking you to tap into the energy of what would you like to create? Because for us, the joy is in the process. The joy is in the creation. The joy of in the joy living. Is in the living of it. The joy of in living of it, not at the end, at the end uh, outcome. Yeah. It's the same as you know. A good example is when you plan to go on the for the people who plan major tour, major holiday or something. The joy is in creating before you get to that holiday really mm-hmm. isn't it? it's a energy mm-hmm. it, well and i think you you brought up a good point is it's actually in the joy of it all so if if you actually start looking at okay what well, what would be fun for me or what is joyful or even enjoying whatever you have in your daily life rather than looking oh when can i get to the end of this yeah, exactly. It's the gratitude for what is, not the uh, not the dismay of what isn't. And uh, you know, I, I love the the examples you always give, Steve, about you know when you have you have certain things that you have to do, quote unquote, have to do. Um, you know, and we always you always like to resist those things, uh, but you have you know you you always ask the question of oh well. Well, what would it take for this to be fun? Or, oh, if I wasn't resisting this, what, what could I? What would be possible here? What if this was easy? What would I do yeah. next? And all of a sudden, yeah. I know what to do next. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, they're, they're my. I almost have them in a, a pocket book. I pull out every time I need to. So it's an energetic pocket book of. Okay, so if this was easy, what would I do next? And that immediately gives me the awareness of what to do even though it may have taken me a day of fighting not wanting to have to do the damn thing. The thing is, Andrew, you know, for people to even ask what would be fun for me, what would be joyful for me, it is important to take the money out of competition because Mm. very often people sort of of intertwine that 
it would be fun and would be joyful. But as so with the money, if you can take the money out of competition and truly know what would be fun for you and what would be joyful for you, and if you could create from that space, your life will expand. Your future will create from different possibilities, and your finance will expand as well. So it will have to come from the space of knowing what would create joy and fun and expand your life and your reality first, and take out how much money you're going to be creating and making. Yeah. Uh, I like it. Everyone, I can feel everyone's head just buzz out every time you say something. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's a good point. And then gone. Um, okay. Well, now that, now that everyone's brain is, is gone, uh, I think it's a good time for a break. We can, we can let them recover and you can uh, uh, disabuse them of some more points of views. We can back. come back and focus on you then, Andrew. Because oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So we'll be back in a few minutes. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Relationship. Are you sure you want one? Is the brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt. So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong. This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire. A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in relationship. Relationship. Are you sure you want one? On sale now from Relationship. Are you sure you want one.com? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? 
check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in 1-888-346-9141. That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome to the world. All right, we're back. So before we get back into talking about wonderful things, um, and, and or I forget about asking. So Stephen Tritissa, how can where would where would you suggest people find out more information from you guys and about you know just all the things you're doing and and everything? What's a there's a there's a website that's actually very rich uh, with with um, some great blogs and articles and and tools and musings and a whole lot of different things called the two bowmans.com t h e then the number 2 the two bowmans.com but also chitissa is doing some amazing work with video she's just finished and and has really embraced being a director of uh, uh, <laughs> director and she's done a whole course on it, and and the stuff that she's producing is outstanding. So, if you go on to um, um, Life Mastery Wisdom TV YouTube channel, which is a YouTube channel, there's some brilliant three to four minute videos on there that are just stunning. Every time she does them, uh, they're better than the ones before, and they're all as equally brilliant. So. And for the people who love Facebook uh, things, we also create the Facebook page called Leaders for Futures, which is all about, you know, more about leadership, more about become a leader of your own life. So when we're talking about leaders for futures, we're not talking about business leaders. We're talking about become a leader of your own life. Mm. So that have a lot of videos in that as well. Amazing. Uh, okay, so what else should we give people? What else would do you, what else haven't we covered or different aspects or tools can we give them? Um, uh, well, I'm just reflecting on this conversation I had two days ago uh, with a with a CEO of a, a billion dollar company and we were having this great chat and what stood out to me in that conversation was how he is dealing with the next 12 months. And the way he's dealing with it is that he's gone out to his people and has said, okay, what, 
what's been working that we've done different? Now, which of these do we want to keep into the future? And this is a great question for anyone to look like. So what have I done different in the last three months? Now, what do I want to actually keep because it's contributed to my life and living? And what hasn't worked and do we need to look at that or is it something we don't want to do? What is it that we no longer need to do because we've worked out that we no longer need to do it? So just really simple questions of, of reflection so that you don't fall back into the comfort zone that you'd created without even realising that you've created it. And particularly for those of you who work in organisations, if you do, and even if you're not in the senior executive team, you can ask in your own team, you can ask in your own department, you can ask in your own position. So what have I learned? What's worked? What do I want to keep? How can I exponentialise that? What no longer needs to be done? These are all the great questions that the gift of the last three months can be in our life. It is interesting, Andrew, you know, we're talking about uh, destroying and breaking out of our comfort zone when we are actually sitting in, you know, in our home, particularly in Melbourne, we're not allowed out. So we really could embrace comfort zone big time for, for not having to choose anything and just, you know, wait. Go, go under the doona and wait until it's over. But, uh, <laughs> but we made different choice. We, we, Every day I made the choice to look at how I could, you know, destroy and uncreate my comfort zone. I look at what sort of books can I read that I would never choose to read normally. What sort of movies that I would like to watch that I personally would never watch if, you know. So I am constantly make a choice to choose things that totally outside my comfort zone of, you know, entertainment, comfort zone of eating, comfort zone of anything. So, so we made the choice, deliberate choice, to totally move out our comfort zone every day. Otherwise, otherwise it would just be so easy to wait. to wait until, you know, like everyone else, wait until it's over and then we can embrace it again. So I'm just, like Steve said, I made the choice to become um, um, documentary and movie director. So, you know, when, when I accept the award at Academy, Andrew, you can come and enjoy the um. part. I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and one of the things, another one of the tools that, that you could look at too is, um, you know, we talk about maintenance versus creating. And maintaining something isn't the same energy as actually creating it. And I think, you know, a lot of when we look at comfort zone, it's always about the maintenance of things and not actually the creation of things. Um, so, Andrew, I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. you. You know a lot of people. You've you you talk and work with some of the most brilliant minds on the planet. What are some of the things that you've been aware of that that have been created, and the way people are looking at creation over the last three months, where you go, "Oh my God, that is that is so cool. That is so brilliant. That is so whatever it might be." What have you come across? Because you. You, you do get around a lot and you talk with and meet with a lot of very, very smart people. What do you? Well, what do you I, I think one of the things, you know, we talk about is how much 
like it's with with working with Access and Gary and Dane, and and all the people that that are staff or you know consultants, uh, was actually acknowledging how aware of the future we actually were in advance. Yeah, um, like five years ago. Yeah, because we had you know as as a company, Access Consciousness had already started all all of this online things and was very advanced in 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 many ways more than. Than I, any company I really know, um, and that was all done prior to this, and without you know this the necessity of the pandemic. So one of the, the things that I've been looking at in my own life too is okay. So so what future am I aware of, or what you know, or what do I what can I create now and for the future? Because mm. uh, so often we we look for what we would like our life to be like today, or maybe like two months from now or something, but not five years from now or 10 years from now. Um, and I think, you know, you could just look at that. Like, I think that's one of the brilliant things of, cause I've really started to see, especially Gary, how he functions. It's like, he creates the business now, but there's so much of his, like he's, he put, like he has so much attention and awareness and energy looking at the, the vision of, of the company, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, 30, you know, 50, a hundred years in the future. Um, and, and, you know, he might not still be around, but the company can still be, the business can still be. And just that choice of actually making it starts to change the way the creation of today. Um, and the, the fun bit, uh, having seen some of this um, be created over the last 10 or so years, the fun bit to recognize too is, and no one, no one needs to get it. No one mm-hmm. needs to know how or why. If you have that um, energy of the possibilities, that's what, that's where you start to create from. So some of the things that where, where you see someone do something and you go, what the, um, probably a better question would be, okay, so what do they see that I'm not seeing that if I were willing to tap into the energy of would give me an awareness? Mm-hmm. What I so adore and so grateful to uh, to watch and to receive from Gary Douglas is that when he functioned from the space of what futures am I aware of, he's not looking for answer, you know, mm-hmm. and we all, we all tend to, when we ask that question, we tend to want to have the answer. And when he... He asks, what future is he aware of? Uh, you know, he's looking at multiple futures and mm-hmm. he doesn't actually define that future. And even you ask him what the future actually look like, he would just give you the energy of the possibilities, not mm-hmm. the definition of the solidity of what the future would look like. And that one thing that I am so grateful for receiving from from him from the past 15 years or something knowing how to uh forecasting possibilities of the future without having to have the defined future possibilities and i think that goes back to you know the question that you were talking about before you start anything is how many fixed points of views and predictable futures am i functioning from or do i have here is Think that's what you were saying exactly look yeah. we are at our age now we, we still have many fixed point of view that we haven't talked about yet 
Yeah. So, so we can constantly asking and, and dance and strive and create more and more every day. It's a never-ending yeah. source of creativity. <laughs> yeah. That would um, keep us busy the whole day yeah, if we yeah, keep yeah. asking that question and destroy and create a fixed point of view. Well, and I think that that is great. And I think the other, the main thing that that you you talk talked about is actually making a choice. You know, okay, what what can I choose that's outside of my comfort zone, or what can I actually choose that creates my life, or what can I choose that's different here? Because um, so often people get wrapped up in uh like trying to do the processes thinking that the processes are actually what's going to to create the change for them um when it is the choice the mantra of choose do choose do choose do choose do Mm. not choose hope choose hope (laughs) for for me me though the process and the clearing is so so dynamic for me when I'm asking uh, what my fixed point of view are. And, mm-hmm. you know, it it could be, if it's easy to choose to let it go, I would have let go many of those instantly. But some fixed point of view that I have for the past 60 years, uh, uh, with the, the clearing process from access consciousness, it's totally break the energy that hold that together Mm -hmm. so for me I love to run the processes uh on the clearing on the things that it has such a sticking point that you know some sticky thing that has been held together by Mm -hmm. uh, by years of of practice years of practice (laughs) that I know that when I can do destroy and create all that a lot and it just disappeared that I couldn't even remember that the next day so that's what I love about about access consciousness, clearing yeah. And particularly with relationships with other people, it's absolutely brilliant. Every now and yeah. then you might get a little bit uh, with someone, not me, of course. But, Never you. But and, but then she'll just sit, she'll sit in her room and she'll just say, I'll destroy and upgrade all my fixed points of view, all my relationships with this particular person. And it, it takes it maybe four or five minutes, but then it's done. And who would have thought, you know, Andrew, you know that we have a new granddaughter who's only mm-hmm. nine years old. It's, who would have thought that we already form relationship, but we do. So yeah. it is also important to destroy and create my relationship yep. with her every day as well, because yep. she doesn't have a point of view about me. And, and, and with that, <laughs> with that we, we need to destroy and create a relationship with the show. Because it's time to end. So <laughs> thank you so much for being on. And uh, hopefully you guys will come back soon. Thanks, Thanks Andrew. Andrew. Thanks, everyone. Bye. For this. Bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Dr. Andrew Gardella. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.